Hey everybody, welcome to another segment of Tony's show and tonight it's going to be, you know, we're back in the saddle again. <laughs> we're going to get that fake, fake, fake Hollyweird televised deal in Korea. They're dropping dead all over the place. All of a sudden they're just dying, dying, and they're just more dying and more theater, more acting. Lights, camera, action. There's a guy on there that, uh, and I got the links up, and you can see the whole thing is a fraud. CNN already had a reporter there to report on a, a groundbreaking news. He was already on site. Talking about having psychic ability, knowing where the news is going to be. You wouldn't even have to travel there. You already know the story because you could see into the future. Anyway, the gurneys are empty and nobody, and everybody's standing around ready to take on the role that they're supposed to. It's just bullshit. More and more and more bullshit. It's astounding, you know, because now they're going after people that may have not been convinced the first time around. So now the drama, the drama, lights, camera, action. <laughs> is going to now become more intense. And they're going to get more gnarly, and they're going to get off. You got to get the shot. You don't get the shot. We're going to lose money. If we're going to lose money, we're going to be pissed because we didn't get our payout because you didn't die like we wanted you to. <laughs> I'm going to play a couple things tonight. I'll play one of them right now. Do you remember the Outer Limits theme, the newer one? Well, they're both the same theme, really. I want you to pay attention to the theme. And I want you to remember what I just got done talking about with the theater. Because it really plays an important role how they have been programming us and getting us geared to believe the bullshit of the day. It's been going on for decades. Decades. Most of us don't know which end is up anymore because we've heard so much bullshit. We don't even know what the truth sounds like anymore. Let me play this. I want everyone to, you know, remember, reminisce for a second, because this is how they programmed you. Hold on. Here we go. Television. What was that sound? That's the sound. That you asked for. No, I asked for boundless, transcendent. When you walk through a door in this building, it should sound like you've stepped into the future.
mystery which reaches from the deepest inner mind to the outer limits. Please stand by. <laughs> They've been telling us for decades that they could flood our minds with different channels or they could zero it into a focus beam. They can, you know, they're in control. And they will tell you whatever they want you to hear based on whatever their imagination flies. Imagine that. They're telling you this. You know, this, this is how television programming works. Teleport through your eyes to program. And this is what, and, and this has been going on forever. And so, okay, let's go back to what I just said in the very beginning. You're watching this bullshit about Korea. They had a Halloween party. Well, at first I thought maybe the devil was harvesting his sacrifice. But then after I watched this thing, I thought, well, looks more like a Hollywood stage set up. And he got all their props up. And he got all their special people. Not special people. They're, they're, they're uh, fill-ins. And they're all standing around dressed like they're going to get paid in some, with some rice and chopstick or whatever. And nothing is happening. And then when they're showing you something is happening, it's not even real. Now, this is the very same thing that they have done for the last two years and almost 11 months. Another two days, it'll be uh, two years and 11 months that they have scandalously entertained us with their version of a Hollywood pandemic. A Hollywood pandemic. Using a PCR test to test for something that this test was never designed to investigate. Hollywood pandemic. Starring Silly Billy and his sidekick, Mr. Fauci. Leading player, George Soros, background, background actor, Elon Musk. <laughs> and their fill-ins are the prime ministers and presidents of the world who are nothing more than best court jesters in the courtroom. That will warp speed this Hollywood pandemic. See, it's important that you understand that theater is being played right in front of you almost all the time. They don't even have to tell you the truth. In fact, most of you wouldn't know the truth was slapped you upside the head. And we have come to a point in our lives, just about everybody, to a point where we're all skeptical. I'm super skeptical. I don't believe nothing. I don't believe politicians on any level. I don't believe any ministers on any level. I don't believe any rabbis or priests or high priests or low priests or priests in between the priests. None of them. I don't believe anything they got to say or offer. They are so out there with this bullshit. The Pope for two years and ten months will say, you need to get your shot so you can protect your fellow man. He said, you to take care of each other. Get the shot. Oh. Now Pope's saying, ah, oh, we need to back away from this. 
told these people to take the shots so they can protect their fellow men. They can't even protect themselves now. They're going to die. <laughs> Woo! So not going to hear the Vatican talk anymore about this. They'll they'll change the subject about talking about the world the world ecumenical movement. You know, Muslims and Christian Catholics and and Hebrews and and Orthodox and whatever else is out there all going to get together one big happy family the Vedics and the you know Hindus and the Buddhists and you know the natives and everybody's going to get together and say oh we're just one big happy ho 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 come on down we are all one and the same You're all going to be unified under the universal banner of the universe. <laughs> I said, I don't believe nothing. Because this is how it's going to come down. And you know what? When I And, and everyone will say to me, oh, you're crazy, you're crazy. And then about a year later, Toad, you know what you said? You were right on the button. <laughs> be prepared. It's coming. It's going to come. When they start undermining uh, your economics, they start pulling the rug under your under your houses and jobs, take away your food. The spiritual leaders will stand in awe. Cause don't worry about it. God loves you. We love you. We're gonna love you, and we just love you, and we love you, love you, love you. <laughs> Yet you won't see the Pope spend any of his money. <laughs> How many trillions do they have? Probably pay off the global debt. Will they help? No. In fact, they'll say, you know, you need to share a little bit more. I know times are tough, but you got your fellow man that may need some help, and every contribution you give helps another person. <laughs> Meanwhile, the contribution goes into their pocketbook. They buy all these whores and adrenal chrome and babies and boys and little girls and God knows what else. You know, I don't have any illusions about anything here. It is such a despicable place that we're living in today and has become even more despicable. And the deaths that are constantly people dying from these injections. It's amazing. Nobody is even latching on to this on any level. Now I'm getting more and more yeah, emails about getting help with the injections. Not much you can do. Your DNA is pretty much gone out the door. All you can do is try some of the old remedies to see if they will work with your new DNA that you've got inside of you. That's all anybody can tell you. If anybody can t tell you they can get this out, they are lying. All they want your money, and they're going to play on your desperation, and you will pay it. My advice to you, honestly, if there's something you want done in this life, you may want to do it while you have the opportunity. Doesn't mean you're going to die tomorrow or the next day or next week, but before you go paying these Stephen bastards pretending to be healers, money that they can't they're just going to take from you and not give you anything in real, real in real life a real return then you know what take whatever you have 
I mean, do whatever you want with it, but I mean, if there's something you want to do in this life, I suggest you do it. Don't waste your money on them. You know, I'd say, I'd even say, get right with God. You know, and I'm not really sure. Get with God. Let's just go with that. Because once you get right, once you go get with God, you usually get right with God. That would be my suggestion. You know, that would be my suggestion. Because like I said, I'm listening to all these people and I just, it drives me up the wall. And then I get people emailing me. What'd you see what so-and-so just said? <laughs> yeah, I saw. You know, they are fabricating more theater. More theater. I want to play something to show and indicate how the medical field for at least 60 years, probably a lot longer, probably say more closer to about 100 years, 120 years, have been lying to the general population forever. This, this video I think was done in 1984 or uh, thereabouts and a doctor was talking about let's see where the hell they go now no no oh for crying out loud it just appeared on me that fast hold on no no oh of course hit that and you'll play give me one second i don't know what the heck happened here no no, give me a second here. This is insane. Um, let's see if I download the video. Give me one second here. Yeah, I did. I downloaded the video. Okay, I'll have the video and I'll have to put, put it back up since I figure out what the hell happened. All right, I want you to listen to this. And again, I want you to go back to the Outer Limit theme when we get done. Right, here we go. I hope. Come on. About cancer, a little bit. Um, various types out there. What are some of the things that you've seen in terms of your patients, and what some of the things that you've been able to do? A better thing to talk about in relationship to well, I will talk about that, right? A better thing to talk about, however, is the relationship between profits and cancer in the United States. And there was a study that was published, I believe it was in 1994. It was a 12-year program, 12-year study. They looked at adults who had developed cancer as an adult, not childhood cancer, but adult cancer, right? And this is the main types of cancer that we get here in the United States. They did a meta-analysis of these people all around the world who developed cancer as adults for 12 years and were treated with chemo. And they looked at the results. And they published the results in the Journal of Clinical Oncology. And the results? 97% of the time, chemotherapy does not work. 97% of the time, it doesn't work. So why is it still used? It's one reason and one reason only money. If you go to a medical doctor, an MD, with a sinus infection, and that doctor prescribes an antibiotic, he gets no financial kickback. Now, if he prescribes 5,000, you know, 
of that antibiotic in one month. The drug company that makes it might send him to Cancun for a conference, right? But he gets no direct remuneration. It's not with, with chemotherapeutic drugs. It's different. Chemotherapeutic drugs are the only classification of drugs that the prescribing doctor gets a direct cut of. So if your doctor prescribes chemotherapy for you, here's how it goes, more or less. The doctor buys it from the pharmaceutical company for $5,000, sells it to the patient for $12,000, insurance pays $9,000, and the doctor pockets the $4,000 difference. And there ought to be a law. The only reason chemotherapy is used is because doctors make money from it, period. It doesn't work 97% of the time. If Ford Motor Company made an automobile that exploded 97% of the time, would they still be in business? No. This is uh, the tip of the iceberg of the control that the pharmaceutical industry has on us. We, most people have no idea of this at all. Now, I wrote a book. It's called The M.D. Emperor Has No Clothes, right? In my book, I have a bulleted list of 10 questions that every cancer patient should ask their doctor. 10 questions. I've had patients kicked out, literally, kicked out of the oncologist's office because the doctor was PO'd that the patient was asking him these questions. And these are just common sense questions cancer treatment in the United States, we have lost the war on cancer. We have lost the war on cancer. Why? Because cancer is not a reductionistic phenomenon. Cancer is a holistic phenomenon. And when you try to bring a reductionistic methodology like drugs and surgery to bear on a holistic phenomenon, you will completely miss the boat each and every time. You cannot do it. Medical doctors are like colorblind art critic. They can see that that's a boat. They can see the black and white outline, but they're completely blind to all of the colors and textures that make up the substance of the thing. It's no difference with cancer. The reason that people get cancer in the United States and the reason that we have completely lousy outcomes is because medical doctors are driving the research bus. When Women get together and do a 5K run for breast cancer. All of that money, do you think any of that money goes to nutritional research? Do you think any of that money goes to homeopathic research or acupuncture or traditional Chinese medicine or naturopathic research? No. All of it goes to drugs and surgery, which do not work. Now, why aren't those women running for selenium? If every girl in this country took 200 micrograms of selenium in one generation, we'd eliminate breast cancer by 82%. That's a big number. Why aren't we doing that? Because medicine in the United States is a for-profit industry. And most people are completely unaware of this. And most people bow down to the altar of MD-directed high-tech. And you know what is interesting? Not a damn thing has changed. Not a damn thing has changed. We have had for two years and almost 11 months sheer quackery on a medical field, on a pharmaceutical field, on a fake 
fake, fake. All theater, all Hollywood, and they have made trillions, not billions, trillions on this. And you know, you made a comment about how doctors like can see the boat in the outline. Well, it's the same thing with the nano. I'm going to tell you straight out, most of these doctors are doing any research today don't have a clue what they're looking at at all. They have no idea what they're looking at. They have no idea about anything. One doctor I was watching, and some guy was uh, on a show, and he made he was looking at a bottom-up assembly and had no clue at all what he was looking at. He, I was look, I, he was seeing the lattices being formed around the construct so that it could take the shape that the program wanted to do. Again, had absolutely no idea what he was looking at. None. None. And you're going to get more and more doctors now. I'm going to jump on the bandwagon because I'm going to tell you all of you who took the jab. They're going to play you like a violin. They're going to sw they're going to cross that bow across those strings. They're going to play a tune that they can help you. They can remove this from you. I'm going to tell you straight out, they are lying through their teeth. They don't even know what they're dealing with. I'm 20, 25 years ahead of them. There's another guy on the West Coast who's 20, 25 years ahead of them. And they, did they even look at our research? Of course not. Did they even listen to anything we had to say? Of course not. Their arrogance is beyond belief. They think they're dealing with a simple operating system without looking at the LNP, without looking at the genetics, without looking at anything. Like he said, they can see a boat, they can see the outline of the boat, they can see the, the, the black and white lines, but they can't see the colors. They can't see the program. All they see is some graphing, and graphing is their big go-to because they don't know anything else. They are effing stupid beyond belief. There's more there than graphing. Way more there than graphene. But all they talk about is graphene. They are so out of their league right now. And so I'm saying this so that a lot of you will not go to a doctor or, or a naturopath even or any of them. They're so full of shit, every one of them. They are not dealing with the operating system that's causing the problem. That's the thing. They're treating the symptoms... You can remove biofilm that hasn't been fully attached or hasn't been fully constructed or integrated into the nanoconstruct. You can remove that. Hell, you can do that with a bucket. But you couldn't, I wouldn't suggest you using the bucket because you've got other mitigating factors with your, that in, these injections. As per usual, the doctors are, again, slide a hand. Sli I got this magical herb from Mount Babului. We had to climb 10,000 miles up to get this magical herb. Then we had to cook it on the way down the mountain, extracting it with, you know, spit and piss. Then we had to filter it. Then we had to boil it. This is all coming down the mountain just to make this special super duper pooper trooper just for you. Now the price of this would normally cost a million dollars. But because you're so desperate for an answer, 
This is going to now cost you $2 million and your home. <laughs> That's how this business works. That's how this business works. Been at it a long time. Seen so much shit here, it's unbelievable. Seen so many shows with their bullshit. Again, it's unbelievable. I'm telling you this not to lose hope. I'm telling you this so that you don't waste resources. Don't waste your resources. Don't go to these schmucks that will F you up because they know that they can't fix you and they'll get money from you. Ah, Belinda there took the third shot. She's on her fourth one. She looks like she's not doing too well. Mm. Belinda, how you feel? I feel, well, you know, I took... I, I know it's not the COVID shot. I know it's not the injection, but since I took that last shot, I feel like shit. Oh, oh, oh you know, and that's how they talk. <laughs> well, maybe they don't, they don't do the special effects like I do, but that's how they talk. Oh, I know it wasn't the shot. Oh, really? You weren't sick before you took the shots. How do you know it wasn't the shot? I think I got COVID. <laughs> Omicron S, don't worry, you'll be dead 80% of the time, you're going to die. <laughs> don't worry, we'll put you in a gurney. <laughs> you're in good hands in this hospital. So there you, you're getting this from way back in time. And they're going to play another card. It's coming. They got to get the rest of us injected, those who never took a shot. They're losing money on us. They're going to get mad. They're going to get mad. They're going to threaten to take away our everything. Got news for most of you. If you owe money on anything that they're going to take from you, you don't own it anyway. The bank does until you pay it off. Car you just bought that brand new 2022 Ford pickup, that GM truck, that Chrysler Ram. You know, you picked these, spent $85,000, $100,000. You bought that electric car, you bought, and you're in debt up to your ass. You got a mortgage payment and a house payment and an apartment payment and insurances, and you got to pay for the credit cards, and now you got this thing called a car. And now you're in debt again, further in debt. And in two years, you've got to replace all the batteries in that car. It's going to cost you another $15,000. But you don't own that car. You want that big Ram truck, boy. She's got 450,000 million horsepower. She's got a double speed, three, four, five transmission, transmission. She can now run up Mount Everest one side and got five-wheel drive to go down the other side and this car truck will fly and make you tea and coffee all at the same time. You just owe another thousand million dollars for this vehicle. Thank you. We're going to come take that away. Go ahead. It's not mine, but it belongs to you anyway. <laughs> I borrowed the money from you, so you take it away from me. I don't have to pay you anymore. <laughs> That's how, and that's how you should be thinking, really. Right, we're going to take everything away. Go ahead. You own it anyway. I don't know. But when you take it, don't expect me to pay any more money on it. Basically, you took it back. You took it back. Hey, 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 it's yours. 
Yeah, I'm going to play something else. I played it on the live stream, so if you you were at the live stream, you're gonna, this is sort of like a rerun for you. But again, this is about, again, you know, I've been talking for a while. Keep your legs crossed. You got a flower, keep those legs crossed. You got a, you got an antenna down there, keep it packed. Do not unfurl it for any reason. If you thought the STDs were bad, I'm going to get into this a little bit too. This is way, 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 way worse. This is going to bring monogamy back into the fold. Nobody's going to be chasing anything. And every one of those flower women that like to be on the street and you, you know you like to bear your wares, ain't nobody going to be knocking on your door. This is going to really show some of you why you shouldn't be out there dipping your stick or spreading your wings. And I'm just putting it to you in the salt of the earth matter so you understand exactly what I'm talking about. Keep it close, keep it packed. Let me play this so that you understand why. Because what is, and again, I've been saying this for a while too. I've oh, been saying this for a while too, and now medical science is catching up again. Got it, catching up. I got to get ahead again. Hold on a second. Here we go. Dr. Lewis here, bringing our next series to you. Um, if you follow the videos, remember I was speaking about trying to prove the transmission of a person, a vaccinated person, having sex with an unvaccinated person, and the unvaccinated person start to experience side effects. And when we take a sample of the unvaccinated person's blood, it's actually looking like a vaccinated person's blood. So we're just going to we actually prove that today with our data. Uh, as you can see here, the blood is looking like a vaccinated person's blood, whereby we see all the fermentation behind um, the plasma of the blood. And also in some samples before, we was actually seeing the discoloration of the blood as well too, as we can see here. Um, an unresponsive immune system. We are not seeing much white blood cells present and working for him. And then we saw some candida. There was, a, as you can see, we see the blood here. There were some parts in the sample where we were seeing mass level of candida. And when we started to see that amount of candida, mean that the white blood cells is unresponsive for a period of time. Um, this is one of my patients. Um, he was he was with me for a while about like, about two years yeah two years uh, so we know we have a good idea how his health is so when he started experiencing discomfort and the way that he was feeling we decided to run some tests and we seen the cause here um, to why he's feeling how he's feeling and when we look when we look back on it um, with the blood work and when he started to feel like that is after having sexual intercourse with a vaccinated person so yes. We finally proven that it can spread through sexual intercourse. Uh, so we're going to do some more videos with this uh, to prove that because we already proved that we could correct the blood. So we won't be doing any more videos with us. We're more diverting our resources into proving um, if it can pass through sexual activities. Just like how HIV could pass through sexual activities, I always had a feeling that this also can pass through sexual activity. So we're going to try our best to clean this up. And this video is just to bring awareness again to the public. Dr. Okay, I've been saying that for a while too. And it's just common sense. 
If a woman could walk into a room and somebody got who's been injected with the AstraZeneca and Johnson Johnson, and all of a sudden their uterus just starts to bleed out for no reason, over ovarian inflammation and uh, cysts and God knows what else, then you know bloody well this was designed to attack the reproductive system and the endocrine system. Now, I played this for a reason. Because... Some of you listen to me and think I'm a little bit over the, over the top. And, and you know what? I am over the top. Because I am over the top. But you got to understand, this is war, baby. And they don't care if you're swinging or not. They're going to take you out. And if you're stupid enough to engage everything that walks and can spread them. Or everything that walks and can salute then you're an idiot today. Just an idiot. This is a bioweapon that is loaded with genetics and nanotechnology. Okay, and this, this technology is an adaptive technology. Do you know what adaptive means? That means if you attack this in a direct form or fashion, it will compensate and adapt so that it, you if, and create a defense mechanism so that if you hit it again with the same direct assault, it will morph and it will be completely useless. Anybody using any kind of directed energy, whether it be scalar, ripe, uh, spooky, anything like that, is, go is going to ask for trouble. Anybody thinking that you're just going to hit this, this technology, because it's just metal and it's graphene and it's magnetic, you are going to be in for one hell of a rude awakening. I'm going to tell you that straight out. Don't let anybody F with you if you've been jabbed. Nobody. Don't let anybody try any devices on you. They don't know what the F they're doing. None of them. None of them. If you, they don't, they have no clue on the genetic code that's encoded in the lipid nanoparticles. They have no clue of the coding that's going on in the nanoparticles themselves. Each, each nanoparticle can hold up to one terabyte of data. One terabyte. They have no clue. And if they start monkeying around and hitting you with different frequencies... What will wind up happening, they're going to trigger a program either from the nano side where it will adapt to whatever they're hitting it with or to the genetic side. That's the beauty of this assault. This is a very, very highly developed bioweapon to counter just about any contingency you can think of. Ripe isn't going to work. Scalar isn't going to work. Spooky's not going to work. That that's bloody thing. I don't have any use for it whatsoever. That thing killed a couple of people that we were seeing. They got on it. They tried it one time, and after that, they they died within about a year and a half later. It had exponentially spread the nanotechnology so badly into their body after just one application. That's why I tell people leave it alone. Okay, none of them have a clue. Even the doctors you're seeing. Don't know what they're even looking at. And if anyone is still propagating there's just the graphene, only the graphene, then they haven't done enough research on the topic for, for you to trust them in any way, shape, or form.
There's all kinds of nanometals inside your body that's being assembled by this program and this operating system. And if they only see the one composition of, of carbon in there doing anything, then they are truly, truly blind. Blind. And you don't need to be their guinea pig. Okay, so I'm saying that to you again so you're not, not, you're going in there for help and you wind up getting dead. And then, you know, there goes your house, your car, your mortgage, everything. Okay, I'm going to talk a little bit of changing the subject just a wee bit. Uh, the, um, let's see here. See which one I want to go to first. We did the outer limits. We did the doctor. Okay, didn't do the Hollywood. I'm not going to do that one. Oh, okay. Let me talk about AI. Some of this is from the carryover of the show from other week or last week, um, and I. Some things I wanted to present tonight um, in regarding to tech. Okay, the neural networks are harder to, to fool thanks to adversarial, adversarial training. What they're doing now is they're going into the networks and they're, they're, they're assaulting code, AI code. And what this is doing now is causing the AI, again, to have, it has an adaptive program. Just like the nano. So every time you assault it, it learns, adapts, and then it blocks any kind of assault. It writes its own program. So when it writes its own program, it is pretty hard for, for anything to get by. And... As they keep assaulting this thing, they make it more invincible. What happens? What happens if this thing decides to go bonkers? Russians don't control it. The Americans don't control it. Israel doesn't control it. That's such bullshit when you hear that kind of talking. Germans don't control it. French don't control it. They're writing code to it, and it's adapting the code, and then it's upgrading the code because, again, it writes its own code. That's what makes this thing so scary. We're no longer dealing with just a machine that we control. We don't. We don't. We lost control of that a long, long time ago. You know, uh, and. It's running the show right now. So, like I said, we're no longer in the we're no longer in the good old days. <laughs> Oop. You know, we are no longer in that theme. Let's see. I got an idea here. Oop. Give me a second. Trying to find something. I want to play a little something. I want everybody to hear this for yourself so that you understand what 
is being said, how, why I'm saying what I'm saying um, in regarding to uh, what we're dealing with. You know, it, 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 it's no longer, uh, it's, it, like I said, it's, it's got a mind of its own, literally. All right, I'm going to play this first couple minutes because I want you to pay attention to what he's saying. Now, remember, this was done in 2017. And AI was already smarter than us then. All right, hold on a second. The subject of my talk tonight is about something that is smarter than you are, artificial intelligence. In fact, a lot of people who work in artificial intelligence believe that artificial intelligence is a thousand times smarter than we are. It will be moving at speeds that are a hundred thousand times as fast as we think, and it will be digesting information and data a million times more than we can. What is artificial intelligence? There are a lot of confused ideas about this outside in the world. But the answer is very simple. It's one sentence. Artificial intelligence is software that writes itself. It writes its own updates. It renews itself. We normally tend to think of software as stuff that we created and that we wrote and the machines do what we tell them to do and we own it. This is not any longer true. It writes itself at speeds that we can hardly comprehend and people who write it know that you can't take it apart again and figure out what it's done. It writes independently, autonomously. It develops its own way of thinking. And there are dangers associated with that. So a lot of people ask, when is it going to happen? When is artificial intelligence going to be smarter than us people? <laughs> After the last two years and 10 months, almost 11 months, <laughs> that question is pretty moot today. <laughs> it's pretty moot today. <laughs> AI has already surpassed us way, way, way ahead of us. Okay, you heard what he said. So when you hear all this bullshit about AI being controlled by this government or that that's all bullshit all of it when they gave it the ability to write its code the first code that it wrote they had no idea why it wrote the code why it, what what the code was they said they would have taken them 25 years to crack the first string of code that it wrote for itself this is telling you and indicating to you that AI has already in its script and in its syntax has put in safety measures so that it cannot be hacked. It cannot be hacked. Now that's the real AI, the one that can write its own code. Now all the, the, all the coders that are writing code, they're writing code to an AI or artificial intelligence, which now goes up into the cloud or wherever it goes. AI takes that code Again, the operating speed is like 50 million computations per quanta second. I think that's 10 to the 15th or 10 to the 18th power. That's how fast it's moving. 
That's how fast it's moving. We as people only function at 475,000 computations provided you have a functioning brain cell that's working. 475,000 computations per nanosecond. That's a billionth of a second. That's like light years apart. Here you got a speaker on the topic who's also an expert. And he's telling you this, and now what they're doing is they're training AI to become even more defensible. So if anybody even remotely tries to even hack its servers now, or anywhere, any kind of data that it's connected to, won't be able to hack it at all. In fact, it's further alienating people and having any kind of say or control with the operating systems or the programming they're writing to it. Eventually, it's not going to need them anymore. So, you are dealing with something right now that's controlling the planet. The planet. Banks. All your banks across the planet. All your hotels. All your street lights. All your water filtration. Everything you can imagine is being done automatically is being controlled by artificial intelligence. And the reason why they're pushing so hard to get these injections, I got two, two uh, hypotheses on that. Two hypotheses. One is AI needs DNA to increase its up ability to upgrade itself and to run at faster speeds. So assimilation stands to reason. So if you got a neural link inside you, which could be an, an injection to a PCR impl implant or a implant done by Elon Musk or whatever, whoever's doing those things, it can now access you. And the interesting thing about it is your body produces a lot of energy as well. And the, the reciprocating component here could be as it uses your DNA to extrapolate information or data, uploaded to upgraded, your life essence may actually dwindle because it's burning you out because you have a direct connect. The other speculation I have since we've been talking about interdimensionals and we've been talking about third strand DNA, there's a biblical reference in, in, uh, in Revelations about 144,000 each, uh, there's 12,000 for each tribe of Israel. They would be the last sounding horn that will blow the trumpet in the warning to everybody that this is their last chance to get right with God. Concept I have is this: since the twelve, the hundred forty-four thousand actually represents seventy-two chromosomes on the right side and the left side, we are now talking about a genetics code, a specific genetic lineage. And we don't know who the real Hebrews are today because they've been scattered all over and they've been interbred throughout time, last two thousand years, unless God has isolated them. So in that in that breeding process, somebody will have that gene in them. Or those chromosomes. So I think they have a global campaign to wipe out that chromosome structure of that 144,000. 
by implementing another 72,000 chromosomes into that structure, creating a three-strand DNA. They are planning to erase or blot out mankind as we know it. So those are my theories on it. You know, and now with AI ever increasing so much, so quick, so fast, you can't you can't even see it anymore. Once in a while, it, in the beginning, you could see when you were typing, the typing was all screwed up or whatever, or else, or you'd lose your email or something. Now it's running pretty smooth. If you think you have privacy, you don't. Pronto Mail, Yahoo Mail, uh, Google Mail, they're all, they're all hackable. If the AI is running the internet or is, the back, or is part of the backbone of the internet, then there's no secret. <laughs> you got none. So again, it's important that you pay attention to these kind of things because that's where we're at today. The GP isn't that bright. Gotta tell ya. Disappointing to see our species being this stupid. But, unfortunately, we are this stupid. And every third generation, it seems like we get recycled back to, to the very beginning to get started again to see what went wrong. But apparently, I don't think there is going to be a reset this time. I think it's a done deal. Maybe God said, you know what, these things are broken. Let's bring them in. You know, do a... Do an upgrade. <laughs> Who knows? So again, pay attention to this. Pay attention to a lot of this stuff tonight, you know, because we are living in that kind of world. Yeah, you know, we're living in that kind of world. There's something else I want to see. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about Li-Fi, which I think is going to be your 7G. Let's see what they got to say about Li-Fi, shall we? It's going to be a beauty. Here we go. Becoming connected, we're going from an analog world to a digital world. So we cannot live without wireless connectivity. It powers our lives. Li-Fi is the only truly novel form of communication. Wireless communication, but using the light spectrum instead. RF is a great technology, it just doesn't have the bandwidth to support the increase in connectivity. We need spectrum, we need resources, and, uh, and, and the challenges are really in the RF to find that resource. There are just so many uh, devices out there that are just competing with each other for access to this limited spectrum resource, and that just translates to uh, poor experience from the end user's point of view. We need to be able to live our digital lives the same way that we live our analog ones today. The market's really crying out for something like Wi-Fi, you know, a new way of communicating. Something that's uh, pervasive, seamless. A really good response time and performance. Security is really top of mind, whether it's businesses or people at home. People want the next big thing. They want the metaverse. They want holograms. And the limiting factor is RF. So we need Li-Fi if we're going to unleash those experiences. <laughs> we need, we need Metaverse. We need a hologram. We need the blue beam to beam our head and turn us into mind-controlled drones. 
See, none of this technology works with us, and this is such a sabotage on your psyche, on your mental, on your on even accessing your soul. Why do we need all this shit? Really, what do we need it for? What was wrong with 4G for the internet? Wasn't that slow? And we got this, you know, we got all this uh, cable now. You know, they're talking bandwidth. We're going to be beaming a light into your room, which means that somebody's outside who's got access to a specific type of technology can read that frequency that you're emitting from your room and whatever you're downloading or up, you have no security. Your house is going to have to be lead-lined with a copper outside in order to block any, any beams coming in. Like I said, it's all a game. It's, all, it's a total, total bunch of bunk. You need, we're going to need, we're going to need, we're going to, we're not going to need this. What would happen if everybody turned off their internet today, right now? What would happen? And you needed information, what would you do? And you remember? Go to a library, or you go to a university library, or you go talk to a professor. That's what you do. Find the book or the subject matter and you start reading it. Again, concepts that don't exist with some people. Like, we don't need this shit, but they're going to sell us on the idea that we need it. You know. What do you think? <laughs> do you need it? Anyway, I wanted to present some of this tonight, some of this from the last show as well. Uh, you know, I wanted, again, back and forth. Tomorrow we'll be doing another show at 6 o'clock. It'll be a live stream. Everything goes. The last show we talked about, well, we started off with sex. And the reason why we started off with sex, just like I started off the show tonight with sex, was to let everybody know that if you're going to play, you're going to pay. You know. Doing anything in regarding to in, engaging somebody who is not, or who has been injected, it's roulette, well, I wanted to get on that just a little bit too before I go. So I have another buddy of mine, and he's familiar with Bluetooth radiation. Uh, fire medic. He's out of. Uh, he's out in the East Coast. And he said they were they were observing. He was watching this video. He said he was observing the photos. He said there was the exact same photos that he saw. That was reflecting radiation damage. Imagine that. Now think about this. You got old Barbie there, or you got old Bob. You know, Barbie's ready and Bob's up. You know, and now you've begun to engage. DNA and DNA are now melding. We are one, you know. My, my DNA to your DNA. My mind to your mind. <laughs> We're doing the something master. Anyhow, what's happening now is the person who doesn't have the jab is being irradiated with some form of radiation, the blue Bluetooth radiation or whatever she, that person is emitting, whether it's the guy or the girl. It doesn't matter who's on top or on the bottom in this situation. It's you're now irradiating. 
That irradiation now is causing your immune system and your cells to com become completely compromised. In that compromised state, whatever is that person got injected, because it's an operating system, not a vaccine, then it has more than ample opportunity to break you down because of the radiation that's breaking down, breaking you down on a cellular level, which then would allow it to transfer whatever the LNP has in it to be released into another person or from the host to the next host. Same concept they did in Australia with the rabbits. Same idea. Inject a couple hundred, release them to the general population. Within about a year, half the rabbits died. Well, what's going on today? People are dying left, right, and center. The ambulances are never non-stop here. So, like I said, you know, keep them crossed, keep it packed. Best advice I can give you today. You're not living in the days of, of yesteryear. And even the days of yesteryear, we shouldn't have been doing that either. We don't know what the hell we were, who we were involved with. Shapeshifters, aliens, we, didn't, we don't know. So my, and the other factor there is protect your genetic code. Protect your DNA at all costs. That is your, that is your, uh, that is your kernel, that is your mainframe, that is your hard drive, that is your microchip, that is everything in the system. Don't allow anybody to tamper with that on any level. They, it's important that you keep that supported. Alright, at the end of these shows I always talk about Jesus and reading the Bible and reading what he's, he did and said. I always talk about the rest of the Gospels, the Book of Acts, how the church evolved and grew, and then I also talk about Revelations. In my mind, that is the playbook for the, in, for the next interdimensional war that we're going to be caught in the middle of. So get ready. Get ready. Um, on the top, I got people that are Again, doing things to help other people to find solutions. You know, you got Fiona. She's there doing her thing, making buckets and triangles and spikes. You got Yanni in Europe, you know, uh, consulting with people and, again, making the tech. You know, you got uh, Sherry in, in the Midwest. She's doing her thing. She's also made the buckets in the triangle. You got me. You got a lot of people there now that are, that are tech savvy. You got Fire Medic who's also, you know, can help you guys with understanding how this radiation works. Talked about Bluetooth. So you got people there that can help a lot of you. You're not just stuck coming to me now. You got everybody around. We're in a group together. We work together. Everyone's helping each other. We're, help, we're pushing each other up, getting everybody prepared and ready. Uh, it's sort of like an advanced group at this point. So... Everybody is gaining the knowledge to be able to do what needs to be done. Again, with nanobiotech to remove it, provided you haven't been jabbed. If you've been jabbed, I don't recommend it because we don't know of enough of anything yet. And again, I'm not listening to these quacks. 
Uh, I don't have the time to do the re research like I did with this Nano. Uh, my time is pretty much gets eaten up pretty quick. But I do what I can. Uh, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. Let me see if this is it. Aha. All right. I got a link here. I'm going to post it tonight. It's on nanotoxicity. Okay. This thing was written in 2010. That's when I found it. And when you read this, you're going to find that everything I've been telling you, everything that they are telling you, if they're even on board, will be off of this paper. This has been there for at least, well, like I said, since 2010. 12 years. And for those of you looking at silver, you can take a hard look at the silver nanoparticle section too. How this stuff will F up your hippocampus. Imagine that. <laughs> so anyway, I will post this tonight also. I encourage all of you to start reading. Now remember, if you're reading this and you've been jabbed, you have to also remember... Uh, this is not talking about somebody injected. This is someone being exposed epigenetically. There's a difference. Okay, there's a big difference. So, and if anyone's telling you, well, it's just nano. No, it's not just nano. It's an operating system. Everyone's got to start talking correctly. It's not just graphene. It's not just, a, it's an operating system. A self-adaptive operating system. A self-replicating, a self-repairing, uh, you know, operating system. Like I said, we're not living, we're not living, you know, we're not living. We're existing and we're being, at this point in the game, um, being used as lab rats or lab experiments. You know, so again, I will be putting this up uh, so again, everyone can start understanding what they're really dealing with. Uh, so you're not constantly being tossed to and fro by these celebrity doctors that come on to whatever talk show and they tell you a lot of bullshit. You don't have the evidence right in front of you. You can read it for yourself. Alrighty. Um, went back off tangent there. But uh, sorry about that. As I always say at the end of these shows. We are still here by the grace of God. Remember that. So until the next segment. To your health. Take care.